Save the date. Nevada State Beekeepers Conference is coming Feb 24, 25, and 26 in Yerington, Nevada, the hub of Lyon County. Make your hotel reservations soon. Yerington Inn, Main Street Inn, Comper Inn. The 2022 Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, Feb 24, 25, and 26 in Yerington, Nevada. Register at NevadaStateBeekeepers.org. Feb 24, 25, and 26, NevadaStateBeekeepers.org. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. With us in the studio, I have three gents in the real estate world. Ron Bell is with us from Cobalt Banker Select, also the Reno Real Estate Investors Club. Ron, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Peter. Great to be back. Ben Gallus with Logic Commercial is with us in the studio today. Ben, we're going to be talking about commercial real estate. Well, I'm excited to be here again. Also with us in the studio, Sean McDonald from Socotra Capital. Welcome, Sean. Thanks, Peter. Good to be back. Uh, yeah, private money lender. So excited to, to talk about that. I'm excited to talk about options on financing through private money lending, hard money lending, whatever you call it. There are other options. If you need to pull a, quick, a trigger quickly, well, that's what we're going to talk about today. Later on the show, Sean, also with us via telephone, the 2022 president of the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors, Sarah Scatini. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Good to be back, and I'm excited to talk about this market. Oh, Sarah, I've got three gents in here that have been talking with me for the last half hour prior to the show about the exciting things happening in real estate. Just yesterday, I got the latest stats from the Reno Sparks Association on what's happening here. Uh, haven't talked to other listeners yet about it. Maybe you'd like to share the median home price in Northern Nevada. Yes, our median home price for January 2022 was 570000 uh, That's an increase of 4.6% from December and 26.7% from January 2021. So it is a jamming hot market right now. What I'm seeing too, Sarah, is that uh, as far as how many units are actually closing in northern Nevada, it's still really quite small when you consider how much population we have, how many people there are in the business of real estate. Uh, It was just over 320 closed transactions in the last month. Is that right? So, it, yes, and so from December, so in December, we only had 398 closings, and then in January, we or, we had 400 new listings to the uh, to the inventory, and we were up 33% from December. So, um, it is a very, very low inventory market, and homes are flying on and off the market very quickly. Um, it only took seven days to get into contract. Uh, from uh, from in January, well, you know, and sir, we were seeing in, and we were seeing in December about 15 days to contract, and uh, in January it jumped down to half, seven days to contract. It's just amazing how much action there is, how many people want to get a deal, and so you know people are waiting in line to pull the trigger. They just have to have the right combination in the offer. In the studio with us, we have Ron Bell. Ron, longtime realtor in Northern Nevada, talked to a lot of people, home buyers, first-time buyers, investment 
you've been t- talking to me a long time about how this market was just growing so, so fast. Uh, it's still on a high trajectory, just like you've been talking about, but always with a, a cautionary look. <laughs> you know, I've been cautionary for, well, ever since things started going up when they doubled from 70,000 to 140 <laughs> in 2012, and that happened in a period of six weeks. And it's just been going, as Sarah said, ever, ever since. I, you know, here's the reality, and it's, it's going to do one of three things. It's going to go up, it's going to go down, or stay the same, mm-hmm. you know. And wearing two hats as an investor, as a realtor, I, I do have to be careful, um, both my own personal finances and, you know, just like these guys, we, they got investors too. So we have to choose our words carefully and just hope this keeps going to a certain extent. There's one side of me that feels very, it's very unfortunate for first-time buyers. It's very unfortunate for locals. I mean, it's heartbreaking to see somebody from out of state buy a place, displace a family and turn it into an Airbnb. To me, that's heartbreaking. Yes, it's happening all across Northern Nevada. Reno, particularly, has been discovered across the country, not only by home buyers, Ron Bell, but also by the business world, the commercial world. Ben Gallus is with us today. Ben, you have been in the commercial real estate world for a good while now, have seen things really turn around since those colder days in the early 2000s. It probably is going the same route, right? When you look at the way the commercial numbers are going and you look at, rather when you look at residential numbers, getting all-time highs in values, real highs in price per square foot. It's at $300 per square foot now for a primary residence. It's it's moving up as fast, I would imagine, in commercial. It is. And so I specialize in multifamily and the uh, apartment values went up about 25% last year. Mm -hmm. Pretty significant. And the rents obviously are are incredible. We've got uh, a lot of uh, interesting factors, I think, in our market that are different than any other market because there's a lot of money trying to hunt yield for for investment properties. But, uh, you know, the Panasonic lease, which was the 94,000 square foot office lease, the largest in northern Nevada history, they're located on, on Plum Lane. That's a huge uh, catch for northern Nevada. And, uh, you know, apartment builders, there's a lot of demand to build housing. And I don't know if you went to the, to the E-Don luncheon uh, last week. I mean, they're saying we need 6,000 new housing units a year. And on the multifamily side, it's so expensive to build. A lot of developers that have land to build are waiting to see if costs can come down. And so mm-hmm. I'm absolutely seeing rents are going to continue to grow this year, uh, which, uh, you know, if you relate it to, you know, first-time homebuyers are going to buy houses, they're going to get pinched on both ends. As interest rates rise, you know, it's going to be less affordable to buy houses, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's going to get more expensive to rent. Oh, absolutely. It's all moving up. It's all moving up fast. And you add what's happening nationally, globally, inflation, if you will. Everything is going up in in cost. The cost of doing business, the cost of living is going up. That's why if you can establish some ground today where you can get a fixed mortgage payment if you're a homeowner, you can get a fixed lease or a set term on a lease that you know what the stats are for the next three, five, seven, ten years or more, it's a great comfort because there are so many unknowns in the world today. Um, interest rates are moving up fast. A lot of people are having hesitation about pulling the trigger on a mortgage. Well, that's why we have Sean McDonald with us today. Sean, sometimes people need to pull the trigger right now, and they find the right property, but they just can't get it all together. There's so much compliance in the lending industry and so forth. How can you help people? 
Absolutely, yeah. So we, we only lend to investors, so that's that's one thing, that's one catch for us. Um, but we, we close quick. So I actually closed a deal in Las Vegas two weeks ago in 48 hours. 48 um, hours. <laughs> the, the lender left the borrower at the altar. They kept asking for more and more conditions. The seller was at their wit's end um, and said, if you do not close this by Friday, we're, we're pulling the contract and we're keeping your deposit. Wow. Uh, so they called me. They had all their documentation. I, I talked to them at about 5 o'clock. Uh, they had all their documentation to me by 8 p.m. on Wednesday, and we had docs to title by noon on Thursday. Fantastic. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Now, that's on not on primary residence property. That's on commercial or multifamily property only, right? Correct. Uh, that was a single-family residence, but it was an um, investment property. It was investment property, so yeah. that's the key, right, to yes. have access to private money. And when you look at how much inventory there is in the market, let's get back to Sarah. Sarah, I'm looking at this report, and it talks about how many months' supply of homes are available uh, to purchase if somebody starts looking for a home. Could you explain the month supply factor and how it works and where we are today? Sure. Um, month supply of inventory is basically what we have on the market and what is available, and um, it's actually less than – we have less than one month supply of inventory um, because the market is so tight yeah. um, with the high, high demand and uh, low inventory. It's just driving up those prices. But um, yeah, we have because homes are going into contract so quickly, uh, like I said, within seven days, homes are going pending. So therefore, our month supply of inventory is just shrinking because, um, because the homes are already pending so quickly. So we are uh, definitely seeing such tight numbers that um, we're less than, uh, you know, a half a month's supply of inventory. Well, it just kind of shows that if the same thing is happening in the commercial and the multifamily business of real estate, as is happening in primary residence, uh, short supplies, a lot of people making decisions quickly, you need to be able to pull the trigger fast. So it, it not only calls for having pros on your team, but also having the knowledge that you need to make those decisions. And nobody wants to pull the trigger on a real estate deal fast because there's so much money involved. Uh, Sarah, the real estate agents are all the more critical, I know, at this time of the real estate world because there's so much writing on every deal. The value of having a real estate pro on your side if you're looking to buy and sell, Sarah, tell us about that too. 100%. You want to have a good negotiator on your side, a good realtor on your side to be able to help navigate through this tricky market. Um, as there's multiple offers on properties and, you know, the seller can only choose one offer. So um, when you're up against multiple offers, you got to make your offer stand out and um, that way, the listing agent can see what <laughs> you know, like you're trying to do, and how you can perform and um, and make that happen. And as a buyer, uh, I, I said this yesterday. Um, as a buyer, you want to be um, if you're a cash buyer, you want to have your proof of funds ready to go. If you're a finance buyer, you want to be pre-approved and ready to go because homes are flying on and off the market so quickly right now that your dream home could be on the market today and very well gone tomorrow. So you want to be able to be pre-approved and or have your proof of funds if you're a cash buyer ready to go so that you can get out there and um, be competitive in this competitive market. 
Good advice for our radio listeners from Sarah Scatini, 2022 president of the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. Sarah, I know you know the gents in our studio, but I'm going to give them a chance in case anybody has a question for you about the numbers that we're talking about or things going on at the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. Sarah, I just wanted to clarify for the listeners, when we're talking about month's supply of inventory, is basically if all the homes went off the market, it's less than a month worth of inventory. Everything would all of a sudden be gone, correct? Is that what we're talking about here? Correct. Okay. All right. Yep. And I mean, this is just unheard of, really. Nobody's ever seen something, at least I have never seen here less than a month. I mean, usually you're looking at things, you know, six months, uh, 18 months <laughs> sure. of corrections. And, you know, usually these things are just a couple months, two, three, four months out. This is just, it's, it, it's, it's almost... It's surreal is what it is. You're right. And and more in a balanced market, you see about six months or so, mm-hmm. like you said, Ron, of inventory. Uh, and you're absolutely 100% correct that this is absolutely 100% unheard of. <laughs> like this is homes are just crazy on and off the market and just moving so quickly. And, it, and we need those sellers. And so if you're a seller right now in this market, I mean, you're sitting pretty i mean you don't even have to have like the best home out there right now for you to get an offer in on something you know people are looking to buy um in any way shape or form and so um they they need those roofs over our heads and and this this market is just moving so quickly that um it's good you know i it's sellers are getting more than what they had maybe expected and uh you know for buyers uh you know, I say as a buyer, you have to be patient in this market because, um, you know, the the seller only gets to choose one offer. So you go in with your best and, you know, great offers. And, and it, even though if you're cash and or financed, it doesn't mean that you're necessarily going to get the property. It's, you're up against, um, you know, other buyers that are writing great offers as well. And the seller chooses one. So, you know, just uh, be patient as a buyer in this market, and you want to definitely have the, you know, have the benefit of a, a realtor on your side to help navigate you through this crazy market. I like having a realtor on my side, Sarah, because that way when I have complaints, I just give them to my realtor. My realtor <laughs> takes it all, takes all that heat from me, and then ultimately we get the deal done. They're in the trenches just like you are, Sarah Scatini, and I'm thanking you. Uh, over the air and in front of our studio guests here for doing what you do and helping us with our radio show. I appreciate your words of wisdom for our listeners. Well, thank you. Appreciate you guys. We are talking today, too, about a big event coming up later this month, the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, and all of our guests on the air today in the studio and on the phone get a jar of bistro honey. We'll have that delivered to you, Sarah. Oh, that's exciting. I like it. <laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning in and being on our show. We'll talk to you again soon. All right. Sounds great. Thanks, guys. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye. We'll be back with more on Nevada Real Estate Radio after this. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company 
equal housing opportunity. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada, 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. I've been called many things in my life, but sweet is probably the most common name that people call me. It's not because I'm such a nice guy. No, it's because I'm a beekeeper. And I'm talking about the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. It's coming up real fast. Feb 24 through 26 in Yarrington, Nevada. It's like a beekeeper's vacation for me. You get to get out of the big city, go to a little town, uh, walk around the streets, go in and out of the local establishments and talk with beekeepers from all around the world about the great things we're doing to make honey and make nature a little easier on everybody. You know, pollinators. Bees do so much to help our gardens, our flowers, our plants. They need our support. Learn more at NevadaStateBeekeepers.org. With me in the studio today, we're talking real estate and real estate for investors. Sean McDonald is in the studio. He is with Sagotia Capital, a private money lender. Also, Ben Gallus from Logic Real Estate. We're talking about multifamily today. And Ron Bell. Ron, I used to really, I, I hear from you really often before 2020 when all the COVID stuff came in. All of a sudden, things are tight, hard to get to places, hard to get to meetings. The Reno Real Estate Investors Club, I met a lot of great people there. Well, we did the Zoom thing for a while. Well, we were just talking earlier. The last meeting, ironically, was just a few days before they shut everybody down. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I even was warning everybody, like, hey, you better buckle, buckle up here, you know, be careful. Uh, so we did the Zoom thing, okay, a, a few times. Not with great success, you know, frankly, you know, trying to get everybody on Zoom and all that. Mm-hmm. And we're all social people here, right? We... So I, I thought, you know what, let me just wait until we can get find a room, get mm-hmm. back on the bus. We're all ready to go last summer, and then the Omnicon hit, and they start shutting things back down again. Long story short, we think about Great Basin, or and if any of our listeners know a good spot, I, I want a restaurant where you go to maybe 5 to 6, do a little happy hour type of socializing, networking, if you will. Mm-hmm. And then we roll into our meeting in the back room and meeting room of mm-hmm. that sort, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, Great Basin kind of comes to mind, uh, but I'm also looking at other venues too. But long, I want to get the thing going again. I really do. We miss all this, this kind of stuff. Uh, I've had so many, I think we've all been at the Investors Club here. Mm-hmm. Ben here did a presentation on my YouTube channel. He told us about 
the industrial park before they even before we even had Tesla. And then Ben's followed up over the years about the Tesla plan, about all these people. So my thanks to you, Ben, uh, for being so sharing. Uh, Sean's been there many times at the Investors Club talking about hard money, mm -hmm. meeting in the back, mm -hmm. you know, with over pizza and stuff, and. Mm -hmm. Setting up, uh, you know, transactions and things there. So, yeah. uh, and of course, you've been to the meetings too. Oh, of course, Ron. And you know, I, what I love about the Investors Club is that you learn things that you don't generally hear if you're not involved with talking about real estate investing. Uh, so, many people that are into the world of real estate, all they think about is primary residence, buying houses, selling houses, houses, just houses, single family. But there are so many opportunities when you go beyond. That level, for instance, in one of your meetings, I remember learning about note investing, investing in notes, private notes. That um, was fascinating because it's like being involved in real estate, but you don't have to unplug toilets. You know, there's other ways to invest your money into real estate. Multifamily. I've learned so much about multifamily at the Investors Club, and there are opportunities for people to take the quick step from being just a homeowner and getting into multifamily run because of the kind of knowledge and background that you have uh, offering at the Investors Club. Great speakers. I'm hoping you can get that kind of action going again once people open up their minds and open up the establishments where they don't worry about just having people come over. I mean, that's really what it's about. Real estate is about that, the people. Real estate is very social, and, and especially when you get in the Investors Club and things like that. That's, in fact, that's why we call it a club versus a group. And so we, we want to share, and I've, it's the reason I'm making this video right now. If you look at my YouTube channel, the Real Estate Investors Club, I really like sharing not just my knowledge, but people like you guys coming in. And like you say, you learn from Don, the Note Queen, these kind of people that come in here, no different than anybody listening here. My gosh, we've got two or three lifetimes of brain knowledge, mm. Sarah on the phone, us mm. and this. And that kind of stuff is priceless, and it's priceless for people to, you know, know at the Investors Club and and network and things like that. And these things are national, too. You know, there's one in Sacramento. They're all over. Yeah. They even have big conferences similar to your beekeepers, you know, sure. things like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you want to be in the world of real estate, uh, you're quickly going to get from primary residence to commercial or multifamily. Ben Gallus is with us. Ben, are there more inquiries about multifamily in northern Nevada on an average basis from what there used to be a year or two ago? And if so, what is the reason? You know, it, it's it's probably about the same. It's been very intense up here in terms of investor activity mm -hmm. because, you know, everybody's hunting yield. They're in, uh, hunting uh, a rate of return because there's so much capital out there mm -hmm. that is just looking to be placed in deals. And so, um, you know, it, it's a, you know there were days uh, in the past two years, even probably started picking back up, uh, what, uh, June of 2020, after the stay-at-home orders, I'd pick up two to three apartment buyers a day. Hmm. And, or investors, like, hey, I want to talk about some multifamily. But, mm -hmm. you know, to Ron's point, I mean, you know, the, the in investor club is such a great thing. And you don't need to jump into an, a multifamily property. In fact, I tell most people, if you don't own uh any investment property, start with a rental house. And mm -hmm. we have had an absolute unbelievable opportunity the past couple of years to lock in ridiculously low interest rates. I mean, I have rental properties, you know, sub 3% that's locked for 30 years. Wow. And with the, the rate of uh, the inflation right now, I mean, you're seeing a huge benefit. And I deal with a lot of people 
that are uh, up there in age and have owned real estate for a long time, and they always say the same thing. Hey, in inflationary times, you want to own hard assets. And, mm-hmm. you know, our job market up here is is really, really good right now. I mean, they're having a hard time uh, in, filling employment. And on the multifamily side of things, like I said, you know, vacancies are roughly 3%. And I think it's going to shoot down. Uh, I'm, I'm predicting it's going to be sub 2% at some point this year, which... I mean, that's essentially when it, one tenant's out, the next one's going in. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, so I'm, I'm excited about, uh, about the in- investment side of things, although interest rates are uh, increasing this year, and that's going to pose a, a big challenge because as interest rates go up, cap rates got to go up too, which should bring values down. But my prediction is, is that the, the lease rates, the rate of the increase in rents is going to outpace uh, the, the – uh, the increase in the cap rates. Yes, yes. Uh, it's all part of how inflation works, right? When one thing goes up, you want to make sure the other one is following closely right. behind so you can keep up, maybe get ahead now and then. But, you know, we always have to look at inflation in the rearview mirror or the side windows because it's all around us right now. And all the more reason that people are wanting to do deals, and they have to do them fast because, as, as we heard on the phone when we were talking with Sarah, uh, there's a very short amount of waiting time for all properties. And, again, pulling the trigger fast. But interest rates, yes, Ben, they're moving up. A lot of people are concerned about that. Let's talk with Sean McDonald about hard money, private money lending. So, Sean, I know that the interest rates are at a different level in the private money lending than they are when you go to an institution. But do they move kind of at the same rate? Right now there's, everybody's talking about the, the 10-year yield on the – on the Fed bonds and how that is pushing interest rates. Is the same thing happening in private money? No. Uh, they're actually moving the other direction. So uh, we have some money earmarked for loans in the 7% range, mm-hmm. which is unheard of. Uh, when I started in 2013, we were lending at 12%, and now we're talking about in the 7s. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, there is, as we're all talking about, there's so much cash available now that um, – we are not having trouble finding investors. We're also having trouble finding deals, much like these home buyers with less than a month of inventory. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. because there's so much cash, it's putting pressure on the interest rates. Uh, I suspect as uh, rates go up and cap rates go up and, and things get tighter on the, on the multifamily and the, and the you know, investment property side, we creep back up because people can go take those take the money that they're investing in, in private money loans and go buy a, an apartment building at a better cap rate. Mm-hmm. Um, that money will come out of the hard money pool, theoretically. Um, and so our rates will creep back up, but right now they're moving the opposite direction. So uh, the good thing about hard money too, Sean, is that when you talk about, let's say, a 7% interest rate, which sounds high when you compare it to a, an FHA rate or a, a bank rate on a, on a primary residence, we're talking about about multifamily or commercial here. And when we're talking about the rate, we're only talking about that rate for as long as you need the money. Correct. Private money typically is not a 20-year or a 30-year. They're, they're a lot shorter, right? Correct, yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of our notes are 12 months or less. We're writing six-month notes with no prepayment penalty. Mm-hmm. Um, as I mentioned earlier, we were used for transactional financing a lot. So the interest rate really isn't that big of a deal. If somebody's keeping the money for two weeks, mm-hmm. the interest rate doesn't even matter. Exactly. Well, what it does allow the buyer or the persons involved with the transaction is to get the deal done fast 
And really, speed and money are pretty close to importance nowadays uh, if you want to pull the trigger on a real estate transaction. Absolutely. I'd say the most common call I get right now is I'm competing with all cash offers. Can you close in 10 days or less? Uh, I want to write an all cash offer, but then use your leverage to, mm-hmm. to actually purchase the property. Uh, and the answer to that is yes, uh, absolutely. And, and that's, that's the biggest uptick in our market right now, especially in single family residences. It's fantastic that those opportunities are there, but you have to have horsepower. You have to be ready to go. We're going to continue our conversation with our in-studio guests, Ron Bell, Ben Gallus, and Sean McDonald after this quick message. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of homeownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company, equal housing opportunity. Company NMLS number 3274, NV Banker number 1076, NV Broker number 1141, Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045, telephone number 775-453-0345, located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200, Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval, terms and conditions may apply, subject to change without notice. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency Head Start or Early Head Start programs. Hi, my name is Brandi Dunbar and I've lived here in Reno my entire life. I've worked for child care for the last 17 years and I just started working here at CSA about a year ago and I absolutely love it. Here at CSA, teachers have more time to plan, more time to teach, and more time to play. Call 786-6023. Natakwa, Natakwa News, the original, entertaining, informative, and historic publication. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News, pick up your copy today. Natakwa. Sometimes your best bet to buying real estate is to make sure you have a great real estate mortgage lender. If it's primary residence, you've got to go with the guidelines, but there are so many different loan programs and so many different ways to purchase real estate with a mortgage you need to know all the options. That's why I recommend Brian Cushing from the Cushing team at Guild Mortgage. Outstanding is really the only way you can really describe it, Brian. He's got years and years of experience, an outstanding team. They do great work helping people accomplish their goals of home ownership. Primary residence, second homes, investment property, it doesn't matter. They can help you. Give them a call, 775-453-0345. Brian Cushing's NMLS license number is 303045. And all of his contact information is on our website, homeloansreno.com. 
realestatewealth.com and tell them Peter sent you with me in the studio. Three guests from the real estate world in northern Nevada. With me, Sean McDonald from Socotra Capital. Also with us, Ben Gallus from Logic Real Estate. And Ron Bell from Reno Real Estate Investors Club and also Coldwell Banker Real Estate in northern Nevada. Gents, we were talking during the break about a few things that we haven't covered yet today. Ron Bell, you and I were chit-chatting away. Let's pick it up where we were. We were talking about... Well, we're well. it all gets down to tight inventory. Mm-hmm. Um, even the uh, transaction we did with Brian the other day, the, the builder didn't have the garage door to finish it, but yet we needed CFO to fund it, and now rates have gone up, and the, the, the rate might expire. Mm-hmm. So we got all kinds of crazy stuff going on, lack of inventory. Uh, part of it is supply side. Just It's incredible, the perfect storm, what's creating this tight inventory. So because of that... I've seen more of these seller rent backs, i.e. the seller stays in the home renting it back mm-hmm. from the buyer because they want cash so they can go out shopping. Because guess what they're not taking nowadays? It's contingencies, generally speaking, right? Right. And so we've created these seller rent backs in many cases, and they can have, you've got to really be on it with those. There's a lot of variables that can happen with those. Not as bad as a buyer moving in early. That can, can just be a nightmare. They're going to witch hunt is what happens <laughs> yeah. there. Uh, or I had one where their, their bed wouldn't fit. But the seller rent back, very common. Another thing I'm seeing, too, is 1031s in the, 1031 money in the residential market. Mm-hmm. Just picking up a 322 in Sparks. Mm-hmm. And I'm also seeing, now this is, I I've, haven't seen this hardly ever. They usually get them into a fourplex or get them into an apartment or something like that. I'm seeing 1031 money in the luxury market, one to $3 million. Wow. Because they got all this money and they can't find anything from Ben. Mm-hmm. And so they go, well, what's Ron got in Arrow Creek or Montreux or, or something like that or up at the lake? Mm-hmm. So, well, I just saw a, a lake front, a split lake front the other day. Uh, I don't know, 3 million, 3.5 or something. And that was 1031 money. And the realtor said that was very common. Interesting. So, so an incline too. So as the real estate market is not working itself in a traditional way, it's very unusual the way things are. Short inventory, prices going up dramatically, tons and tons of demand that wasn't there before. That means that other things that would seem normal in the world of real estate, they're not really normal either. Let's let's talk about rent backs. And I can understand now rent backs because if you're looking to sell a home in northern Nevada, where are you going to move to? If you're, if you're not moving away from northern Nevada, if you want to live in the same town, let's say Reno, Sparks, you want to still live here after you sell your home, guess what you're going to be doing right after you sell your home? You're going to be in competition to buy a home just like everybody else. Ron, I was seeing a report yesterday from the Wall Street Journal. It said that the highest number of buyers that are first-time home buyers is happening right now. Over 35% of all buyers across the country, first-time home buyers, one of the highest times it's ever been like that. I'm beginning to wonder why that is. Are seasoned buyers smarter? Or maybe they are the ones that are not buying? Is the home first-time home buyer panicking? I just see so many strange things happening. Now you're talking about rent backs. I'm thinking that maybe if you want to make a solid offer to purchase a home, you should include a solid price and the opportunity to rent back to your seller because they probably are going to need it. That could, that could put you in a better position. You're exactly right. I mean, I've sold three or four houses this year where we go, 
we, we say that that's what's got to be in the offer. And if not, that's fine. Now, sometimes people will gracefully go, if the seller needs time to move out, that's fine. You're seeing them with no repairs, you know, basically hardly anything that's going to disrupt it. Mm -hmm. An mm -hmm. interesting thing is, uh, and it's just the world we live in, you know, we're, we're Squaw Valley's now Palisades, you know, things like this. Uh, the master's no longer the master bedroom and all this kind of stuff. Now they don't want the uh, first-time buyers and, and retirees, whoever the case may be, mm -hmm. to write these letters from the heart. Oh, I've heard that. Yes, uh, I know that. You know, it's like, my gosh, the, and, and I, I, I was one of the ones that pioneered the letter Of course, from the heart. of course. So they're dear to me and and, and telling a story, but somehow or another, now that's steering or can be deemed racist or whatever. Yes, yes. And so that's made it harder for the first-time buyers to tell their story mm -hmm. and harder for me as a mm -hmm. first time buyer or me, hey, this guy just worked his butt off in California, he's retiring, they'd love to buy your house. I can't even mention anything like that to him anymore. I know, I know. Gary McDonald was here yeah. just a month or two ago from the RSAR, said the very same thing. He educated me well that day, Ron Bell, because I used to guide my borrowers when I was a lender to do the same. Cannot do that now. That's just it. The rules of engagement change constantly. So a buyer, a client of a real estate pro, needs to have an edge in any way they can. And I'm saying right now, if you want an edge when you're making an offer, offer a good price and the opportunity for the seller to rent back. Ben Gallus, in the world of multifamily, does that ever happen? Uh, we don't have rent back. <laughs> well, I shouldn't say that. On, on, on commercial deals, I, I think uh, it's, it's advantageous. Let's just say that you're uh, a dentist and you've owned a building for 10 years and you've depleted all your depreciation on your building. What a great strategy is it to say, you know what, I need the write-off. Mm -hmm. I'm going to sell my building and lease it back. That way they get an influx of cash and they have the write-off, right? Um, you know, going back to Ron's point about uh, the, the seller leasebacks, uh, you know, that's, that can create such a waterfall of events because one seller needs it, the next one needs it, the next one needs it. And on the commercial side, 1031s are going to be the same way this year because, you know, it, you've got to be a ready buyer. If you, if you need to invest something, you've got to be ready to go and be prepared and jump on a deal. But, uh, you know, a lot of sellers, what am I going to exchange into? Because what we saw last year is everybody tax planning and saying, hey, we don't know what the tax structure, the capital gains tax rate is going to be in 2022. We need to sell in 2021. Mm -hmm. And plus, there were rumors of, uh, you know, taking away 1031 exchanges. I, yeah. In my own opinion, I don't think that's ever going to happen. And it doesn't look like it is now. And so I think this year is definitely the year that, I mean, the 1031s and structuring them a certain way that works for everybody, it's going to be humongous this year. 1031 exchanges are a fantastic tool if you're a real estate investor. I still don't think enough people know about the 1031 and how the 1031 exchange works. We have had Candace Meyer, who's one of the top real estate experts in the 1031 exchange world, on our show in the past. We're going to get her back on the radio program, but... Uh, the 1031 exchange is just a way to avoid paying high taxes when you sell real estate. If you can sell it into another investment vehicle, you can avoid, you can avoid thousands, millions of dollars, depending on what your, your investment level is. And it always triggers the needs for more services from the real estate world. Sean McDonald from Socotra Capital. You're a private money lender. Does private money lending come into play in any way, shape, or form when people are doing the 1031 exchange? 
Absolutely. Yeah. So um, my understanding of 1031 exchanges is limited. So uh, I won't get too deep into this, but you have to uh, replace both the equity and the debt when you exchange. So if you've got a million dollars worth of debt, you have to replace that million dollars worth of debt. Um, on multifamily properties, bank lenders don't move extremely quickly, but 1031s have a finite timeline. Mm -hmm. So when when these exchanges are happening on top of each other, uh, like Ben mentioned, a lot of times there will be a crunch at the end to get them closed quickly so they don't uh, end up having to pay the capital gains tax. So that's where we can come in, close quickly, uh, get them, uh, satisfy the 1031 exchange, and then they can go refi with a bank loan when there isn't that time crunch mm -hmm. on the other side. Mm -hmm. so, um, so you're not only helping people close deals quickly when they need to be closed, but you're also closing transactions that really are, don't have, they're not really so involved with a purchase per se at the moment, but it's fulfilling the obligation of what the 1031 requires. And that means that a property be purchased at a certain time uh, moves much, much slower if you're looking at the loan going in that same window. So I can see how that's a, a big benefit during these trying finance times. It's funny. It says here that the month supply of inventory in primary residences in northern Nevada is less than a month. The days to contract are seven days to contract. I wonder how long it takes to get a 1031 exchange done uh, when you're looking to buy and sell. I mean, that's a months-long deal, isn't it? Yeah, I would, I would guess the financing on those transactions is probably 60 days, 45 mm -hmm. to 60 days. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, the knock on hard money is that it's expensive, but it is a lot cheaper than paying the capital gains tax. So. And it allows you to do a transaction that in all likelihood you could not have gotten done because the speed of the money is the key to closing these deals. That's why cash is king. We're talking on Nevada Real Estate Radio with our in-studio guests about real estate in northern Nevada. Back after this. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency Head Start or Early Head Start programs. Hi, my name is Alyssa. I am new to Community Services Agency of Reno. I have a great teaching career at Head Start and Early Head Start, and I just absolutely love working here. Call 775-786-6023 or visit the website csareno.org. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of homeownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company, 
Equal housing opportunity. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada, 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. When a real estate investor is talking to me and they have not incorporated their business, they're working as a sole proprietor, I know there's problems in their future because we live in a litigious society. You have to protect your business. You have to protect your real estate. And all at the same time, you're protecting your family. I recommend that you talk to Sherry Hill from Sage International. She will talk to you about the right way to incorporate your business and about the three flaming arrows of challenge in running your business, income taxes, liability exposure, and estate taxes and probate. Those are the three last things you want to deal with if you own real estate. Talk to Sherry Hill at Sage International. Give her a call, 800-254-5779, and tell her Peter sent you. You know, Sherry's a fantastic person because she has great business connections. Gentlemen in the studio, I want you to know about a company I went to visit recently. It's called Glory Cloud Coffee. Great coffee. They're local coffee roasters in Sparks, Nevada. Have a great coffee establishment. And the reason I met them is they are a new sponsor of the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. I found out that honeybees pollinate coffee plants. And I found out that coffee plants are actually cherry trees. It's the seed of the cherry tree, the special cherry tree that makes the coffee bean, and they're roasted at Glory Cloud Coffee. Ever have a chance? Stop by and check them out. They're on 10 Gregg Street, number 122 in Sparks, Nevada. Gentlemen, ever been to Glory Cloud Coffee? I'm a big fan. I need to check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Good folks. And they will be at the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. He found out for some reason honey and coffee kind of go together. Yeah, will they have coffee at the bee conference? They're going to have coffee at the bee conference. (laughs) Probably have the honey lattes. In fact, we heard that beekeepers are some of the heaviest coffee drinkers in America. Shocker. It's a shocker. (laughs) We're all buzzed out, you know? All buzzed out. Ron Bell is with the studio in the studio. Ron, we always have a great time when we're talking with you because you are the man on stage, Reno Sparks Investors Club. I know you're working on getting that together, and I know you're looking for anybody who wants to help with that. So if you are interested in helping out with the Reno Real Estate Investors Club, Ron, what is the best way to connect with you? The best way to go, well, just Google my name, Ron Bell. Otherwise, my phone number is 775-750-5256. Ron Bell, Coldwell Banker. Yeah, you're the one guy I know whose first name is Google. You know, <laughs> Google Ron Bell. And you'll get Ron Bell, right? It's just that easy. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a testimonial. Uh, to, to, we were talking earlier about this testimonial social media and yeah. YouTube and being out there and being the informative person. Oh, yeah, you were out there. What they want. Look at you, Sherry. Uh, the video we shot of Sherry is so informative it's in it, it, the ben was on there's videos of ben yeah so when you do that you know your name gets out there. oh yeah ron bell is well known in northern nevada and all around the world now in the world of real estate investing and you probably have more videos up uh, about real estate investing from northern nevada ron than anybody else i know yeah they actually get a lot of traction and there's some that get viewed over 
and over again. And I, I really want to make some more. And speaking about the Investors Club, and I'll talk to you about later about this, uh, we do want to just you know, also be doing podcasts, Facebook Live, Instagram Live, YouTube Live, and then all archived and just really ramp up, uh, you know, different guests, this and that, and, you know, get, you know, kind of what we're doing now, mm. using the Real Estate Investors Club and, you know, get everybody in there and have oh, a yeah. good time. Yeah, we can almost do it right here since the four of us are typically Practically at I'm the eating. Real Estate Investors Club. Why not? Ben Gallus. Ben, at the Investors Club, we talk a lot about multifamily and commercial because we're investors, but people learn about the uh, the world of home buying and the world of primary residence. But the knowledge that people have to have when they're getting into the world of multifamily or commercial, it seems to me like you have to be a lot smarter nowadays to get in. There's so many more things to, to learn and to need to know. Um, it's got to be that way on the real estate agent side, on the when you represent buyers and sellers, but even the, the the investor themselves, it seems like they would have to be on their on their best game nowadays. You know, you got to educate yourself. You know, you need to understand market conditions, but also, you know, if you build a good team, I mean, if you own an apartment building and you're not a property manager and you're not the kind of person that can manage his own properties, hire a good property manager. And we do have some really, really good property managers in this area mm -hmm. and they can handle the day to day and multifamily apartment buildings, mobile home parks, there's such great diversified assets. Whereas if you buy a leased office building, tenants locked in for five years, you can't do any kind of rent increases. On a multifamily, you know, depending on what the term of the lease is, if they're on month to month leases, you can increase rents relatively quickly. And so mm -hmm. you may buy something at a, a 4% cap rate, but you could probably get it to a five, five and a half, or maybe even a six within, you know, months mm -hmm. or years. Mm -hmm. So it's a great uh, investment tool. And obviously, you know, you get cash flow and appreciation. And, and it's, it's a, it's my, it's my, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a little biased. I'm, a, it's my favorite investment vehicle. Oh yeah, yeah, I can understand why you let you. It's your favorite, so you love it, so you do it, right? That's it. The median home price, five hundred eighty thousand dollars from my latest stats. I got them just yesterday for a typical three bedroom, two bath, two car garage. Ben Gallus, is there information that comes from the Association of Realtors or from any other source that tells you where, let's say, duplexes are looking like, or fourplexes, or twelveplexes? How do you keep up with what what's going on in that activity? Oh, I read a lot. Yeah, but uh, you know, multifamily properties, you know, they're all kind of valued a little differently. So, you know, I typically on a building that's five or more units, I give a rough estimate of a price per door. And right now in Reno Sparks, or at least for 2021, our average price per door was about 182,000. Last year, it was roughly about 150,000. On a two to four unit deals, it's more priced on a per foot basis, much mm. like a single family house, because okay. you can get owner occupant financing on a two to four unit building. Right. And you know, banks on two to four, they don't underwrite it based off of the income. So a lot of times they don't cash flow as well as the five plus because banks do underwrite the cash flow. Yeah. But on the two to four, you can lock the debt in for 30 years. Right. And this is like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to lock in ridiculously low interest rates, and I'm a big fan. On multifamily, I know a lot of people are looking for that two, three, or four-unit property, Ben, but you know the challenge is everybody wants to live in Montreux, but they can only afford Sun Valley. 
<laughs> adjust expectations sometimes. Sometimes you just have to adjust that, right, a little yeah. bit. I guess the big payoff is in your mind. You become a homeowner regardless, no matter where, if you can pull the trigger and it's a good deal. It's how you feel inside because I know that most people, Ben, when they buy that first investment property, they're not too far from buying their second one. Yep. It's the first one. That first step's always the hardest. Yeah. And once you take it, the next next uh, thousand are easy peasy, lemon squeezy. You're the guy that I think about when it comes to multifamily and commercial. Ben Gallus, if somebody wants to reach you, talk more, what's the best way? The best way to reach me would be by my cell phone, which is 775-750-6429. And I hope you come back to visit with us sometime down do. the road and give us another update. Absolutely. I will be doing the uh, IRM multifamily forecast next Thursday. So uh, I'll uh, share some of the stats that I share at that with you so that you can see where I think the market's going. You bet. We'll share it with our radio listeners and our viewers. Thank you, Ben Gallus. And I always like to have money close to me, right? Cash talks, a lot of cash deals. All my buddies give me access to cash like this guy right here. That's why he's sitting next to me. Sean McDonald, private money lender. It's always good to have that person, whoever it might be, have their card. Absolutely. Yeah, I, uh, I appreciate you having me. Uh, private money, hard money uh, is uber important, especially in this uh, competitive market. Um, you can, you know, I'm always happy to chat. I'm always happy to talk numbers if, if you have anything specific. And you can reach me at 775-420-4990. Fantastic. I'll put all of your content tacked information on our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. Make it easy for people to find you, Ben Gallus, and Ron Bell. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in. We're on the air again next week. Same time, same station. Tell your friends to tune in, and hopefully they'll make a great deal on real estate, too. Until then, goodbye, everybody. You have been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to Peter at NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. Natakwa. Natakwa News, the original, entertaining, informative, and historic publication. Natakwa News is a community newspaper with good news, history, travel, and fun. Natakwa News is delivered to the north slopes of the Sierra Nevada throughout Nevada and California. It's a delightful experience of yesteryear. The articles are outstanding, and the illustrations bring the stories to life. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa. A gratifying career as a CSA Head Start teacher or early Head Start teacher is your chance of a lifetime. My name is Eileen O'Malley. I've been working with Head Start for about a year now. I love my job. I love my career. I love this company. Not only do I get to make a uh, good impression with children, I also get to be involved in my community. I prefer working at CSA for multiple reasons. Um, I have more support. I have more room for growth. And we have smaller class sizes. Visit csareno.org. Next time on the Sherry Hill Radio Show, I have Scott Coleman, the owner of Glory Cloud Coffee Roasters, and they have a mission to make life taste better. Tune in to the Sherry Hill Show Sundays at 1 p.m.